the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today, your first day listening to Faith Talk Live? That's one in a row. You should be proud of yourself. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Love it. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Monday. I don't know if I can recover from the first segment with Hike Hike. I got another ab workout, just like I did Friday with Bone, just laughing at her. It was funny. Well, it's a good thing uh, Whit Schiller is here from uh, Fish Sticks Comedy. Then we'll just kind of have a normal regular, even-keeled <laughs> show. I don't know. He might keep it straight. He's got a strange donut shirt on, so maybe he'll keep that it That was a metal band he was in back in the, what, strange 80s? Donuts. A hair band. Everybody hey, great. everybody! Yeah. Strange, strange Donuts, donuts with Wynn Schiller! How are you? I'm just fine! Thanks for having me on the morning zoo! <laughs> see, he's got the, see, he can do the DJ voice. Well, I think there is a guy DJ voice, and yeah. I'm not I'm well, not that's, sure that's that's the, the yeah. female voice is you the same. You have a point. I don't know that I've ever I I don't think you were fair to her. Yeah. Well, although the the weather lady that comes on before we come on, yeah, she kind of has kinda a little bit of a yeah. voice. Okay. Yeah. yeah the right. weather channel. Got girl. a beautiful day, everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's not an like? attractive voice. <laughs> well, no. It's and it's not really. That's not really the way that we uh, we use our voices yeah. in in major market radio. But if you go to like a small market every now and then, you can pick up somebody yeah. going, "Hey, everybody." I do it at home. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey, honey, what's for dinner? Do they <laughs> just kind of look at you and go, yeah. oh, it's just Shut Dan. up, Dad. Yeah, yeah. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing good. great. Good to be here. Good to, good to have you. You're doing all kinds of things with uh, fish sticks, fish sticks, and you've got, uh, what, you just came in from Denver, was uh, it? You had I mean, a thing I, going I, on I came in Denver? from Dallas. We yeah. had our Denver troop finish up. I'm part of the, there's two of us that do the training for and auditioning, mm-hmm. and so our other guy, Eric, who's in our Dallas troop, was in Denver. When they did their last showcase show, and uh, I was in Dallas doing a workshop and a show over the weekend with the Dallas Sticks. So, oh. but you're opening a uh, a crew in in, in Denver. Denver yeah. yeah, we should launch that probably uh, beginning of February. So that'll be our fourth city. You guys are moving right along. We're aren't moving you? from the first time we had you on the show. Yeah, it was just two locations. There's wasn't two it? locations, yeah. but we were here because we were starting Atlanta. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, what else is going on? You have an older son, which I had forgotten you had an older son, old enough to get married. Yeah, right? well, he's 21. So when you're plotting things out just sort of the way life goes, you don't necessarily think, well, he better be engaged by 21. Otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's a lost cause. Yeah. But uh, he's been dating her for three and a half years. They're about to graduate. We like her. That's, well, that's a good, oh, that's that's a a good one. Yeah, Does she good like thing. you. Yeah. No, probably not. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming into the Schiller household is kind of its own obstacle. Course. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would imagine. Yeah, but she can hang. Good. She can hang. Okay. Yeah, and and she's quieter about it, but you can tell she's like whenever she needs to, she'll just shoot those arrows back mm. at us. Okay. Now yeah. your your oldest son more like you, more like your wife. Who is he more like? You think? I don't know. We talk about that actually uh, quite a bit in the household, trying to figure it out because uh, he's nothing like me, and I've had a lot of questions over the twenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's very funny. He's, uh, 
he's uh he's a good blend of both of us yeah. i think yeah yeah so he's got uh yeah he's got some of my my kind of traits and some of hers and all the kids do yeah. i guess yeah. you know but uh yeah he's uh I don't know. I like him. Yeah. I like him, too. That's <laughs> I like him. He's okay. He's an all right kid. We'll so they're going to graduate college. Yeah. Uh, and then they're going to get married. Are they going to stick around your home area? No. What are they going to do? No, because I don't think they like us as part of the problem. <laughs> so uh, my, uh, my son, Max, wants to do uh, a Ph.D. program. Okay. In ancient history and uh, the classics, so he's wow. just going after the money, Man. you know. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> ancient history and the classics, yeah, yeah, like ancient wow. uh, Latin, Greek, and and uh, all that kind of history. So he wants to teach. He wants all to be a professor. professor. Okay. He wants to. We'll teach. call him the professor. Yeah, and I have a lot of academics in my family, and uh, so it's kind of in some ways par for the course. But mm-hmm. this is a little different kind of thing to study, and he he loves it. Okay. He loves it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Talking with Schiller here, and uh, you guys have a show coming up in Locust Grove. Do you know where that is, actually? Uh, Locust Grove? Yes, I have. I I mapped it out. I mapped it out. (laughs) I figured I ought to be able to find it tomorrow. uh, Weren't you there before? It seems like I remember uh, Strong Rock Christian School, or maybe that was one of the ads we've done over the years. Have you guys been there before? This is our first time. It's your first time. This is our first okay. time, yeah. But it sounds like a real deal they're place. They're good people. Yeah, they're good people. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Now, when is that? Is that tonight? When that's is tomorrow. That? Oh, that's tomorrow morning. It's a private show. It's not an open oh, to the I public see. deal. Okay. Yeah, but we're going to be part of a kind of a mini youth conference kind of thing that mm-hmm. they're doing there. And uh, um, yeah, so we'll have we'll have all the sticks there and... Uh, well, then, all, the sticks. all the sticks. <laughs> all the Atlanta sticks are going to be there. So. Now, here you're primarily dealing with, I guess, mostly young people. Yeah. But you also deal with older people. Is it a different type spin? I mean, you guys like to do multi-generational stuff. We do. But how is it different with these guys tomorrow than, let's say, if you had an older audience? Mm-hmm. And would it be, I'm going to throw you about three questions now. No, go ahead. I'll, do, I'll track them all. Do you go by <laughs> boomers, Gen Xs, Gen Ys, or does it matter once they get above 21 or so? Well, different crowds are certainly, you know, you want to tie things and, and relate differently to them. Um, but at the same time, you want to treat all of them with respect. One of the things that I think when comedians or improv troops don't work well with students is they don't think of them as people. They uh, think of them as kids. Yeah, right. Right? So if you don't respect them as an audience, the kids know that. Yes. Mm-hmm. There was a, a guy at a, um, it was a kind of a, a celebration kind of deal for a youth ministry in Milwaukee. And the, this guy came up, I think he was from Indiana or something like that. Anyways, he had been doing youth ministry for 40 years or whatever. He was 65 wow. or something like that. And he said that youth will gravitate to the oldest person in the room who takes them seriously. Hmm. And I think that's true. Hmm. I think that's true. That's cool. Yeah. You know, and there's some biblical principles there too, right? You know, yeah. you want to let the children come to you. Well, that's because Christ values them. Hmm. Yeah. So why shouldn't we value them? And our society doesn't value kids yes. the, the right kind of way. No. Right. no. So when we do that, that we get a leg up anyways because we're we're there to have fun with them. We try to be more kid-like ourselves mm-hmm. in some ways. So you just are able to kind of lean into that. And maybe it's a little higher energy. 
Um, the references are different. You know, you're not going to do John Wayne for a group of third graders. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Most of them would have no idea. No, right. Uh, but uh, once you get into, you know, the older crowds, there are some differences, I guess, in preferences. Yeah. You know, so uh, we'll do retirement homes as well. Hmm. And you learn that you do those things differently. But at the same time, you have to respect them because yes. society doesn't respect the uh, the senior population the right kind of way. You don't say okay boomer to a bunch of seniors. Because <laughs> no, right? they're not boomers. Right? Right? Well, 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 maybe now. Maybe now Some we're getting them, there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a show at a retirement home and we had done one for the same company. And uh, so they brought us back, but it was a different facility. And what we didn't know going in is this facility was for people who were further along with like memory care issues. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so we were doing a game. We asked for a volunteer, and the woman up front volunteered. Well, it turned out she had Alzheimer's. And in the middle of it, we're kind of deciding, all right, do we do we take her as a volunteer or not? Because it, she struggled well, to kind of get a, up. Yeah, that would be mm. tough. And what we decided to do, and some of us are just kind of thinking through our other-centered improv. You know, we want to honor this person. We don't want to embarrass them. We don't, you right. know. And uh, it was difficult for her, but you could tell, just like, um, have you seen those like YouTube videos when somebody old is like singing a song yeah. mm-hmm. and it like takes them back and they're mm-hmm. like more themselves? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. She had one of those moments with us. Mm. And if we had said, yeah, I'm sorry, you know, why don't you just sit down and we'll take mm-hmm. someone else? Right. We wouldn't have had that moment. That's so mm. cool, man. Yeah. Very so, cool. you know, it's one of the fun things that we get to do. Mm. Witch Hiller, uh, it's uh, Christi- Fish Dicks, Christian Comedy, the largest Christian group. Christian improv comedy. Improv comedy. And you guys, uh, I just love that, that you guys are not only funny and you do your stuff, but you have a heart that uh, goes with it. Uh, you, when you talk to folks, at some point in some of your uh, events, you have people call out stuff and you do improv. All the time, yeah. What, what happens when someone throws out political stuff do you just not touch that at all or are you just moving right along or how do you deal with that that's a that's a tough one right mm. yeah well you know so politics in the church is a really interesting deal mm-hmm. right because uh and just in society in general you go on facebook People are always respectful, which I appreciate on social media. On Facebook? (laughs) Are you on the same Facebook? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we have had, uh, you know, we'll get Trump as a a celebrity impersonation that we uh, are asked to do. And we have to find sort of the middle ground where you're not... You know, you're not uh, overdoing it, but just having fun with the voice and things like that is one of the things we do. Let's do this. Let's talk more after this hard break. Witch Hiller here. We'll be back. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. You're listening to Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Yeah, it is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Ben Rackliff. Happy Monday. With Schiller here from Fish Sticks Comedy, the Christian, the largest Christian improv group around, and they're doing a gig down at Locust Grove. It's a private thing, but it's going to be really cool. Are you playing anywhere where other folks can see you soon? Maybe in the next few months? Do you know? Uh, pretty you soon, back? yeah. I mean, we've got some things that uh, I don't think have finalized, but we're 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 starting to fill let up us, the calendar a little bit. Let, let us, us know, know so we can we can push it. Yeah, and uh, appreciate and, that and get you back. 
Uh, we're going to talk more about what's going on in his world. There's something about a box of chocolates. He had Bone Hampton on his podcast. Oh, yeah. And uh, a whole lot more. Kristen Boy. Weber, by the way, coming. She was on the show Friday. She's going to be back tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be talking. What was that thing she kind of touched on that she wanted to talk more about? Well, Do you she's remember? writing a book. That was one thing that she wanted to she's talk about. She's writing a book. Yeah. Yeah. Is she going to, we're going to help her finish it? We're going to help her finish it. Okay. She's going to put us in it, I think. All right. So, well, yeah. that's coming up uh, tomorrow. It's going to be uh, a great show. Coming up, the uh, 12th of May, right? It's Women in Ministry, and Pam Jenkins is our keynote speaker this year. Pam used to do shows with us, gosh, it's probably been two or three years ago, J-Bock Ministries, because mm-hmm. she had a show on Faith Talk Atlanta. Mm-hmm. She is a pretty amazing uh, lady, and we're glad to have her back. She's going to be speaking, and the music's going to be by Jody Messina. That's the uh, 12th of May, and you can sign up, ladies. And uh, this thing is huge, really. FaithTalkAtlanta.com. All right. Let's go uh, back to you were in Dallas just recently. Yeah. Uh, Colleyville, to be specific. Uh, <laughs> and you were doing a workshop based on uh, interge- intergenerational communication. Yeah. Um, so d- talk a little bit mo- more about uh, what you were doing there in Dallas. And you said there was a Mystery Science Theater 3000 <laughs> reference. I want to hear all about this. Well, one of the things that improv does, it kind of is a window into the human experience. You kind mm-hmm. of reveal who you are in the way that you do it, which has also led to improv being kind of a big training thing. Hmm. So we have been doing for years corporate or organizational training on different topics. And one of our favorite ones that we've been doing over the last couple of years has been on intergenerational communication. So the church we were at was trying to figure out how do we do a better job of engaging a multi-generational community mm-hmm. because they were finding that, you know, how do you get those Gen Z, uh, you know, those 20-somethings, those millennials to be as engaged in the church because that hasn't been where the church has been right. killing it, right? right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've been sliding backwards on that. Mm. So there's reasons for that. Some of it might be communication, and so we were talking about some of those things. Um when uh, when I was doing this the first time, we just put this pot, uh, this uh, this training thing together, and uh, the week before, I had seen a mystery mystery science theater three thousand thing coming up on the DVR. So I hit record, <laughs> and I was watching it with my kids the night before this uh, con- this uh, this workshop. Mm-hmm. In that, they had a movie, but it wasn't long enough, so they had a little short film. That they did the same treatment for, you know, where they comment over it. You guys know Mystery Science yeah, Theater yeah. 3000, yeah, in case yeah. the audience does It's like the robot and a, and a guy sitting there watching something and they comment on it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just being the kind of jerky, kind of over-commenting kind of thing that right. we all wish we could do in every movie, right? <laughs> right, right. And sometimes do. Yeah. But anyway, so they had this um, short film. It was for Chevy dealerships. And it was called Hired, Part 2. You can look up the, the video on YouTube. I don't know that it has a commentary part on two. it. Part 2. So there was a Part 1. There was, was a Part 1. Part 1 is enough. not nearly as interesting. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> this is one case where the sequel was better than the original. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> well, anyway, so this thing comes up, and it's this guy who's in his, like, 50s. And this was made in 1940, 1942, something wow. like that. He's in his mid-50s, talking to his dad on the porch, who looks like he's 75 or 80. And they're talking about this 20-something at the dealership who doesn't have the drive, who isn't uh, putting in his, hasn't paid his dues. Mm-hmm. All the, the language was the same. Hmm. And that 20-something would have been born in the 1910s. Oh, wow. And the, the father character would have been born in like 1880, 1890. Wow. And the dad, grandpa kind of character was born probably in the Civil War. Hmm. Yeah. It was the same thing. 
Hmm. It's just a human issue. So when we talk about multi-generational things, one of the things we find is people talking about, well, we want want to teach the millennials or the Gen Z how to uh, have a a phone conversation or how to respond a certain way in email or be more formal in this, that, or the other thing. That might be good practice for them. But as the church, our job is to reach reach the lost, mm-hmm. to bring people into community. And if we're thinking of it as, well, you've got you've to be like us. We're making right. the church problem that we do in other ways that you have to look and walk and act like we do as church people before you can become part of our community. Mm-hmm. That is not a Christian experience, right? No. So when we're going through these things and realizing that these are human issues, it adds this whole other layer that you're just not seeing when people are talking about intergenerational communication. Hmm. Very interesting. Now, how do you stay, uh, for lack of a better word, here's a, a boomer saying, how do you stay hip with all this to be able to communicate on that level? So, because you don't want 60-year-old guys saying, I don't even know what's you know hip to say, even though I have a 17-year-old. Mm-hmm. You know, it flies out, right? You don't say fly anymore. No, no, flies So out. just... <laughs> You know, whatever. So, I mean, without sounding... You do not say fly anymore. (laughs) We haven't said that since 96. Anyway, I mean, how do you stay, not only the language, but the just the the connection? How do you do that? Uh, I think at the end of the day, you don't. Hmm. I don't think it matters. It's be you. Care about the other person. You know, if you're trying to replicate their culture... You sound like an old dude trying to replicate their culture. Yeah. Right? And they're just going to laugh at you and and right. marginalize you. So this uh the the guy true. I mentioned Very true. the guy I mentioned before who said that uh that uh, young people will gravitate to the oldest person in the room who takes them seriously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wasn't some hip dude who had a man bun <laughs> or skinny which, jeans or skinny jeans. Oh wait, jeans. are they hip anymore? I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I think. Should so. I throw mine out? If you're a worship leader, they're still hip. Okay, yeah. I got you. Well, well, that's just the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to wear them. No, they, just, they just have to. <laughs> and apparently, they can't wear yoga pants either. No, no, we don't no, not a no don't do it. Thank you for going there. Can we get rid of no matching shirts for couples yes. too? Yes. And and whole families, yes. Thank oh, you. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think I think that's it. It's just kind of like let's let's not make it hard. Yeah. You know, we don't need marketing. Jesus doesn't need marketing. He mm-hmm. just needs people to connect with each other. Yeah. It's interesting you bring that up because I just had a flash thought that I mean Jesus was just Jesus. Yeah, he was thirty mm-hmm. year old Jesus to yep. thirty three, and he loved people. Yeah, so he didn't try to put on any type of you know you know somebody that he wasn't. He was who he was, right. and he loved people right where they are. And yeah. I'm sure it was multiple generations, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. And he, you know, even though this is an Old Testament scripture, they said there was nothing about his appearance mm. that would uh, commend him to others. Right? Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. yeah. You know, so he wasn't probably the hip-looking, you know, Adonis kind of... <laughs> Skinny jeans Jesus. He right. didn't have a man bun. So. <laughs> what? <laughs> It was long hair. Yeah, it was long it was hair, like, but it wasn't a Probably in a not in a bun. No. Probably no. because he is the Lord, and he would have made the right choice. <laughs> Very funny. Uh, Witch Scheller here, Fish Sticks Comedy, the world's uh, largest improv comedy group, and uh, they're everywhere. Just opening one in Denver, there's one in Dallas, Milwaukee, and Atlanta. 
and he's going to keep us up to speed. Where can they follow you to find out when you're doing stuff here locally? Fishstickscomedy.com has that. Uh, we've just started a local Facebook uh, uh, page for Atlanta. It's just starting. It's just uh, put it up there recently. So we're, uh, that's a place if you want to get the local stuff kind of direct. Uh, that's probably the best place. And then the national Fish Sticks Comedy is at fishstickscomedy.com. And we've got a Twitter, Instagram, that kind of stuff as well. Now, you jumped on the, the podcast train. Uh, just did. recently, you've got 13 episodes, Improv Comedy Connection. How's that going for you? And we definitely want to talk how it went with, with Bonehampton. Bone was, Bone, yeah. was he on the phone or was he there in a studio with you or something? No, we do it over the internet. Okay. Uh, but it sounds pretty good. I've got some good technology for that. Okay. Um, I have... Still haven't perfected my radio voice. <laughs> what show everybody? He can talk to High Kike. Yeah, the High Kike will take. High Kike can turn yeah, to yeah, teach yeah. him how to do it. She's a veteran now. There we go. Right, yeah. <laughs> By the way, happy National DJ thank you. Day. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We'll take a hug from you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's not an HR violation. No, right. No, yeah. No. No. The gifts are in the car. I'll probably <laughs> forget them. So awesome. <laughs> but uh, it is a it is kind of a different thing to have a conversation conversation with someone where you're not in person yeah and then uh i also have found i've been talking to mostly improvisers bone mm-hmm. wasn't an exception uh, i don't know if you know ken davis he's a mm-hmm. communicator i've heard of him yes yeah mm-hmm. and he was on there as well um otherwise everybody else has had some ties to improv um, most of those wouldn't be familiar to the general public although laura hall who's the keyboardist on yeah. whose line yeah. she yeah. was on so we talked about really? musical improv yeah that wow. was very interesting I've had a goal for us, and this is a fish sticks goal too, is how can we connect better with others? What's interesting is is that for the most part, that is not the primary goal of other improvisers, hmm. which leads to a different experience, I think. Hmm. And it's been, uh, you know, with all the good thinking and the things we're trying to learn from others, the goals are different. And uh, understanding that and the uniqueness of how our sort of other-centered, thinking about how do we impact our audiences and our show hosts, what, how do we line up with their goals, is a whole different mm-hmm. thing than most people are pursuing. So what would their goal be if it's not? I think a lot of it is um, almost like we want to have an artistic experience or reach an artistic point. Mm-hmm. And if people like it, great. If they don't, great. Mm-hmm. And some people will say, I don't care about the audience. I mean, they've actually said that. That's interesting. Not, not yeah. in a way like, you know, forget them. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. But in a way that what I'm doing, um, I'm not measuring it by what their reaction to it is. Yeah. Which is interesting. So what's happened with improv in the secular kind of general sense is that most of the improvisers have gravitated to something called long-form improv, which will be something you take a suggestion and you'll go for 20, 40, 60 Sometimes more really? time just that off long. of that, wow. right? And it is more of a, it, it does have an artsy kind of theater kind of feel to it mm-hmm. that is an acquired taste. But most of the audiences in that are other improvisers. Huh. So it becomes this kind of kind of echo chamber, yeah. like this is what you want, and and the general public is not going to these shows yeah. as much. Hmm. Whereas where we're we're doing things, you know, most of our audiences 
haven't even seen improv before. Yeah. You know, or at least a lot of them have. More and more have because it is more out there. Well, that kind of almost makes you, doesn't make you, but it makes you seem kind of elitist. Like, well, if you don't like what I'm doing, then you're not in the know because you you don't know what's funny. Well, and that's when I think art, you know, can have that sort of high art feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, if that's what it is, it is, it is exclusionary, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know that that's what they're going for right, or whatever, right. but it's almost like you feel like, well, if I'm going to do this well... I have to make sure people can't understand what I'm doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not elitist necessarily for elitist sake, right, but right. it has that effect. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Very interesting. Check out his podcast. You can download it from the uh, anywhere you All get podcasts. All the regular podcast channels. And it's free. It's, it's free. absolutely right. free, everybody. Check it out. Everybody. Witch Hiller. We'll be back with him. Uh, we're going to find out uh, what is uh, more of what's going on. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackley. This is Faith Talk Live. ATL and FTL, a match made in Buckhead. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, it is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm the Rackler Fair, everybody. Hey, it is a National Disc Jockey Day. So if you want to take us out to lunch, call Shamso, 404 404- 995-7300. Cards got, and letters of welcome. Gift cards. What else, Dan? We got stacks of wax for you. <laughs> and a new car. Hey, and a brand new car. Always wanted to say that. Hey, and hey, a brand a new car. All the stations I worked for, we never gave away brand new cars. No. We gave, uh, what was that? 75 that? Pintos. Yeah. They never called them used. What were they called? Gently something. Uh, gently used. Or uh, pre-owned. Pre-owned, or, yeah. Uh, yeah. block Special. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Welcome to Monday. Witch Hiller here from Fish Sticks uh, Comedy. And uh, we had been talking about a number of things, but talking about his podcast. Check it out, Improv Comedy Connection. And uh, follow him uh, on Facebook and all the other social media uh, venues and to see what's going on there. Tomorrow, Kristen Weber, and she is she's just plain funny. I remember the first show she was on, and uh, she just had us rolling. That was the attack story, wasn't it? The first were, time she was attacked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we may bring that up. I don't know if that's which gonna... doesn't sound funny, but she made <laughs> yeah, it a yeah. funny story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, right, yeah. Right. And uh, she's been diving with the sharks, manta rays, what? At, uh, uh, all of that at the yeah. Georgia Aquarium. Yeah, yeah. and mm. writing a book. So we're going to yeah, dig into yeah. uh, what's going on with yeah. with her. The aquarium thing. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah I saw that. She says she does it all the time now, and she loves it. Yeah, yeah. So check that out. And plus, we got a, a great. Uh, I think Gary Lane is coming in sometime this week. Doctor Gary Lane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is a great week uh, for guests on Faith Talk Live. Meanwhile, uh, Wood Schiller, again, give us the place. Then go to what? Uh, Fishstickscomedy.com dot, dot to mm-hmm. follow you, Facebook. Uh, just put in uh, FS Comedy, I believe. Yeah. yeah. You but guys just put can, in Fish Sticks Comedy. You'll mm-hmm. find us. Tomorrow you'll be at Locust Grove. It's not really open to the public. It's no, a private thing. No, but stay away. Strong. <laughs> Don't come to the stay show. Stay away. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Uh, Strong Rock Christian School. And uh, that's going to be pretty cool as well. All right, you you have an issue. Well, I'm sure you have more issues. <laughs> I have uh, lots of issues. Yeah, yeah, uh, because you're kind of like us. But uh, what what's Ugh, this deal no, with? Not just yeah, no, you really <laughs> have issues. <laughs> I think we could get Dr. Gary Lane in here quicker. Yeah. to uh, talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, what's this deal with box of chocolates? Yeah. So okay. So around Christmas time, I'm just reminded of the fact that we as a society are so close to collapse. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the key things, I think, is the way that for generations we have handled the box of chocolates, Mm -hmm. the sampler. Okay. Whether it's Whitman sampler or something else. 
There are just certain chocolates. We've all had this. You bite into it, and what do you do? You spit it out. You yeah, spit it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The maple. Can we just agree? <laughs> the maple needs to go. Yeah. There's like no reason. Glue. I mean, it's like it's, it's so terrible. Hard and yeah. There's no real defense to it, and even if you like it, ninety-eight percent of us yeah. thinking humans don't like it. <laughs> Maybe it's the Canadians that like it. Maple, I can't you know. know. Let's not do that to them. <laughs> <laughs> I've met plenty of fine Canadians. That's they're like, a... what's up with the maple, they're, eh? No, actually, what's happening? This is, okay, maybe we're onto something here, yeah. Dan. It's the Canadians like, oh, I think they'll eat this thing. Yeah, yeah. Put it into chocolates. We're yeah. not going to eat it. Give it to the Americans. Oh, they love it yeah. there, eh? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> the coconut? Now, the coconut is probably more than the 2%. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's a lot of us that'll spit out the coconut. Mm. See, I don't mind the coconut. I like coconut. Maybe I'm weird. I that, don't know. Then buy a thing of coconut, <laughs> right? Well, exactly. Yeah. Let's get our flavors. Yeah. Now, there's certain things I think we can all come and agree on. We can agree on the chocolate. Yes. Right? The yes. plain chocolate. Yeah. Just fine. Yeah. I think a truffle. Hey, we're on board, are we not? Yeah, yeah. sure, sure. Caramel? Caramel. Yeah, caramel. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I like, love caramel. Yeah, yeah. Toffee? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, now let's let's move one step further. Let's see how far we can take this. <laughs> Can we get into cashews? I like cashews. I like almonds. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the walnut is probably starting to move to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere on that uh, nut on continuum, the nut, spectrum, yeah. <laughs> we, nut continuum, we should stop. Yeah. We yeah. should stop. Uh, the cherry cordial, you can mm. buy that on uh, your own. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's, yeah. I'm Those. spitting that out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. I think that should stay out because yeah. that's also one when you bite into it, it's just exploding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Everybody around you gets hit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a waste. And then then when you when you have that box that's been sitting for a little while, that maple flavor is ruining the other chocolates too. <laughs> It's slowly, a lot influence. Slowly killing it. It's sucking the life out of that dark chocolate. Hey, you over there, let me talk to you. Eh? <laughs> right. How about some coffee? Have some back bacon, eh? I might be on board with the back <laughs> bacon. Back bacon, sure. Over the raspberry or the weird yeah. orange cream no, or something no, like no, that. No, 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 no. It doesn't need to happen. So, mm-hmm. for some reason, we have tolerated this. This yeah. is America. Yes. In 2020. Mm-hmm. Let's get our act together here. <laughs> Don't you think? I, I Yes, Especially absolutely. now before Valentine's Day because everybody gets chocolates for Valentine's That's Day. That's right. It's so, another time. Yeah. Right. My wife and I actually, uh, uh, hopefully she's not listening. Uh, but we have, uh, I've conned her into, uh, we don't do Valentine's Day. <laughs> I've conned her. We're the same way. Are you the same way? Are you a Jedi? Yeah. You oh, just okay. move your hand and you just, she forgets about no it? There is no Valentine's Day. No, my <laughs> argument was I should love you 365 oh, days a year. Oh, right? wow. Not just one day. Not just yeah. one day, yeah. And the other thing is, is frankly, on Valentine's Day, yes, the best you can do as a guy is break even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't like those odds. Yeah. <laughs> because almost all the time, you're not going to break even. You no. have somehow fallen down on the job. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. A and ran- if, you, if you're taking her out for dinner, you're going to pay twice as much as you would normally, usually, and it's going to be crowded. So, right. Yeah. Just right. don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't give in. Find Wait. that random time to bring flowers yes. or chocolates or go to dinner or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, how long has it taken you to uh, deprogram your wife here? Well, no, she was she was on board pretty quickly. She was on board pretty quickly. 
But you have to do the other things, too. You actually do have to love them 365 <laughs> days a year. Oh, otherwise, great. <laughs> otherwise, it falls apart. Uh, hey, if you have relation uh, relationship issues with uh, your wife, call Witt Schiller. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can call Shamso first, 404-995-7300. We've got a little Let's less- take some callers. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> Box of chocolates to the first 40 callers. Uh, and a first brand time new caller, car. long time listener, love yeah. the topic. I'll hang up and wait for my answer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if we only had callers, it would be uh, it would be amazing. We got a little less than what thirty seconds. So, what's coming up for you, real quick? Well, outside of that, I mean, the Denver thing is big. We've got the Christian Improv Comedy Conference. If people are interested in this art form, yeah, uh, it's a great place. It'll be a fun time. It'll be in Dallas this year, May first and second. We bring in top level, national level, uh, international level talent uh, to do some of the workshops. And it's just a great fun. And we're going to have a retro improv night talking about the start of improv and how we can see its roots How today. fun. Really Very cool. cool. Fishstickscomedy.com. Uh, you can follow them. Great show. Thank you for coming. we got to have you back. Hey, tomorrow, a great one with Kristen Weber. Have a great Monday. This is Faith Talk Live. I'm Mick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. See you.